Pirates versus Tyrants. This is the Tom Wren Show, where we practice piracy on the enemies of freedom and liberty. Hello, 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 and welcome, folks. Okay, so I'm just going to tell you right now, I am sorry. I apologize up front. We have to talk about something that is not exciting. Uh, But it's probably one of the most important things happening in the war against freedom on the planet. And that is the war on on banking and currency and the ability to conduct commerce, right? Um, You could say it's biblical because, well, could be. Uh, so I wrote a Substack, and it's out there right now on tomrens.substack.com and you can get there through tomrens.com. And I hope you're subscribed to my Substack because if you're not, well, you wouldn't have seen this, but it's a critical, critical piece. So this Substack, I lay out all this stuff about central bank digital currency and the banking and this, that, and other. Importantly though, what I'm talking about is what they're doing to implement the central bank digital currency. And right now there's a huge push to get a bunch of states to pass a bunch of laws that facilitate it. Now, here's the thing. You haven't heard anything about this because all of the legislation is written very carefully and never mentioned central bank digital currency, not once, but it is all about central bank digital currency. To give you an idea of how serious this is and how widespread it is, uh, right now, There are bills in front of, I'm going to read you all these states, folks, Arizona, Arkansas, California, Colorado, uh, D.C., Hawaii, Indiana, Kentucky, Maine, Massachusetts, Missouri, Red Missouri, Montana, Nebraska, Nevada, New Hampshire, New Mexico, North Dakota, Oklahoma. Come on, guys. You are as red as it gets in Oklahoma. Rhode Island, South Dakota. Tennessee, another red state. Texas. Do you know there's a CBDC bill in Texas, guys? Uh, Washington and West Virginia. It is everywhere, folks. It is everywhere. So here's how it's happening. There's a group out there. They're called the Uniform Law Commission. They're based out of Chicago. And what the Uniform Law Commission does is they're a bunch of lawyers and professors and and, uh, the, the elite of the legal profession, right? And they sit around and they pontificate and they come up with uh, uniform laws. An idea of the uniform code, whether it's the uniform code of torts, uniform commercial code, uniform code of contracts, the idea is that if the laws are similar in all the different states, it becomes easier to conduct uh, commerce across the states and transact business. And it's it's a, yeah, and generally that's true. It's a generally not a bad thing. The problem is, is when these guys sell out, or when it, you know the ULC becomes a bunch of leftist loons, which apparently it has, uh, you get what's what's occurred right now. And what happened was, is that the proposed 2022 amendments to the UCC, uh, Uniform Commercial Code, are really nothing but a pretense for central bank digital currency. So, but what they did, and I found stuff uh, from the Treasury Department and from the, the Feds and a bunch of these different places. These guys have all been talking about this. How do we get central bank digital currency? Yeah, nobody wants it. And there's all sorts of state law issues. How do we get this to happen? Well, 
what they want to do is uh, they, they decided that if they do this by modifying the Uniform Commercial Code, which is a group of laws, and, and they get all these states to pass it, they can get the states to pass changes to the Uniform Commercial Code that don't actually reference CBDC directly. And so they write these very complicated, most of these bills are 100 plus pages, and they're exceedingly complicated. And even if a rep read them, which most of them don't, Ask Christy Nome. She spoke about this. Uh, they wouldn't understand it because it, it's talking about very specific aspects of banking law. And so very few people, even lawyers, a lot of lawyers have no idea about this stuff. I happen to have background in banking and banking compliance and law. So I, I do actually know this stuff. Uh, this is, I praise God for the crazy random background that's my life. Uh, but here's the thing. People don't really understand this. So it's not something that yeah, these guys don't know anything. What they're getting is they're getting the House leadership or the Senate leadership in any given state says, hey, uh, we need to update the UCC this year. Uh, can one of you guys sponsor this bill? And some happy Republican says, sure, I'll sponsor it. And they put it up there and they have no idea what it is. And it just sails through because why would you oppose some, some you know housekeeping updates that make the UCC more efficient? And so they, it flies through our, our Republican legislatures, and that's that. And, uh, you know, we, we do real well with it. And, and it gets passed, and that's that, right? Except for the result right now, if this gets passed, is CBDCs. So we've got to fight this, and we've got to fight it hard. Now, when we look at what they're doing, it depends. It varies a little bit state to state. But all of these are including a, real, a really important aspect that where they redefine what money is. And they, if you read the definition of money in these, it's really this bizarre language. It's very hard to understand. It doesn't make sense to people. And that's intentional. And uh, you know what? I think, I think uh, because it's always good radio when you read law, uh, I think what I'm going to do, I'm going to actually read you guys this. This is a really important segment. It's in my, uh, it's in my sub stack and it's in my column for uh, one of the shows uh, that we've done, but I want to reiterate it because it's crucial. Okay, so money is being redefined, and it's ad they're adding the following sentence to the definition of money. Now, by the way, folks, I'm assuming you all know what money is. Well, money now mean they're they're asking in Missouri for money to be redefined to to say it includes this sentence. The term does not include an electronic record that is a medium of exchange recorded and transferable in a system that existed and operated for the medium of exchange before the medium exchange was authorized or adopted by the government. Uh, if that makes sense to any of you, I'm impressed. It probably shouldn't. Uh, it's meant to be complicated and convoluted. But what that is, is a, a section of law that will essentially ban Bitcoin, um, and any, any current cryptos out there. The reason that's important is because they don't want any competition or alternative mechanisms out there that could compete with, with central bank digital currency. Right now, Bitcoin has been adopted by a couple countries in Central America, right? So this eliminates that as a viable alternative to CBDC. They don't want that. They want government-controlled banking. This is the government nationalizing the banks. This plus the bailout plus everything else, it's all about controlling the banks. 
okay? So what they're doing is there's a whole bunch of stuff in here, and they talk about chattel paper, they talk about possession, all these different esoteric, just vague areas of the law that don't mean anything to anyone, secured transactions and all these different things. And you know, for even for most lawyers, and in some states you have to study secured transactions and commercial paper and you know, this sort of stuff when you are going to take your bar exam. But honestly, for most lawyers, almost all lawyers, none of them, they, they may study it enough to get through their bar exam, and that's the last time they're ever going to look at this. They don't even know what it means, really. They don't care what it means. It's just some vague thing that's out there. So even when you've got a house rep that's a lawyer, if they were to read the 100-page bill, which they probably won't, they're just, they're not going to understand this unless they're looking for it. If you look for it, it becomes very clear that there's lots of language in there that bans any any digital currency but CBDCs and promotes CBDC everywhere. This is so insidious, folks. They know that they can't pass this legislation truthfully. They know that no state in this country would support central bank digital currency right now. No one. No one wants that. So what they did was they got the ULC, the Uniform Law Commission, to make changes to the UCC that they would then ask the states to promote. And they're trying to sneak it in through these Republican states. It's critical to them that they get Texas, Oklahoma, Missouri, Tennessee. These are deeply red states where if the people know about this, there is zero chance. They know that CBDCs will be opposed on a massive scale from states like Texas. But if these laws are already passed and in place, what's going to happen is, is it's going to be much harder for these states to challenge these CBDCs. And the Republicans who are going to pass it without knowing what it is that they passed aren't going to want to later say, well, we didn't know what that meant. We didn't read the bill because they know then the, the, the people are going to say, well, what the hell did you vote for it for then? The reality is, is they voted for it because someone told them to, usually a lobbyist or a party leader that sold out to a lobbyist. Uh, in Missouri, we have House Bill 1165. I've been harping on this one. Not to be confused with House Bill 1169, which I support, that's the informed consent bill. 1169 is the informed consent bill, which why would anybody oppose informed consent? I don't know. Ask Dean Plocker. But uh, House Bill 1165 is about uh, central bank digital currencies, and we can't have that. I don't think that the guy that's sponsoring 1165 has a clue about this. We're, uh, we're getting him some messages. We're going to find out, right? So we're going to let him know. And, uh, you know, one of two things happens. Either this guy's going to, you know, say, oh, I didn't know this, and then do something, do the right thing. Or, you know, I'll be sharing his name with you guys, and we can all uh, send him some happy love mail uh, in the next few days. But, uh, you know, we're going to deal with, fight this in Missouri and Oklahoma and Texas, et cetera. So uh, just so that you all know, and I'm not going to read every bill, but in Missouri, it's House Bill 1165 that you need to fight against. In Oklahoma, it's House Bill 2776. That's House Bill 2776. Uh, you've got in Texas, House Bill 20, or I'm sorry, Senate Bill 2075. That's Senate Bill 2075 in Texas. 
Uh, I don't, uh, you got Senator Paxton's apparently sponsoring that in Texas. And I, I'm not throwing Senator Paxton under the bus. He may be a good dude. I don't know him. Uh, but he needs, he probably doesn't know what this is. And if he does, then if he does, he's a globalist crook. If he doesn't, then we need to inform him. Uh, Tennessee, we have both House and Senate sponsored. Uh, we have Senate Bill 479 in Tennessee, sponsored by Stevens, and House Bill 640 in Tennessee, sponsored by Bricken. Uh, these are things that we have got to fight, particularly in these red states. I don't think you're going to get anywhere, you know, in, uh, say, Massachusetts or California. But in these red states, we've got to do it. And here's the thing. If we can get a few states to say hell no on CBDCs and be willing to fight it from a constitutional basis, which there's good grounds to do so, then we can ensure that there is no CBDCs on the national level. But we need a few states. You know, Christy Nome, God bless her, led the way in South Dakota. And if you don't believe what I'm telling you, you need to listen to what Christy Nome's been saying about this because she's done what most of the male Republicans like ED leader McConnell won't do by leveraging some BDE and standing up on this. She even called out and said, you know, most of these guys didn't read the bill. I'm sure of it when they asked why she vetoed her Republican bill. And that's absolutely true. I guarantee you they didn't read it. And if they did, most of them didn't understand it. Uh, these are, I, I, so I, I haven't read all of these bills, but I've read a couple of them and I've read enough of it to know they're all very similar. And that's the way UCC language works. It's always the same. And, uh, uh, anything from the ULC is always the same. It's meant to be uniform. That's uniform law commission. And, uh, I've read more than enough to know what I'm looking at here. These guys are laying the groundwork for CBDC and you got to understand there's nothing honest about that. Uh, here's my proposal for everybody. And I lay this out in my Substack, and I offer some very specific language that you can use and it'd be changed a little bit state to state. And I, I wrote it in a way that's a little bit wonky because, uh, it's been made public. Uh, but you know, in the, the language of bill could be modified slightly, but basically what the language I've suggested states is, okay, uh, we're seeing that these guys, when they when they come after us, by the way, what they're doing is they're saying, oh, this has nothing to do with CBDCs. These guys are conspiracy theorists. Okay, so here's my, my proposal. In every one of these states, I want an amendment to the bill that specifically states that CBDCs will are not allowed and or uh, no digital currency that can be tracked without a warrant is, is allowed. No digital currency that can be tracked without knowledge of the owner, knowledge and consent of the owner of that currency is allowed. Uh, physical currency will always be the primary source of uh, currency in a given state. And several other just common sense things that say we're going to keep traditional money, traditional money. If you guys want to have a, a, a separate digital currency and you want to participate in that, that's fine. We can't tax regular, uh, you know, traditional currency differently than than digital currency, and we also can't penalize at you for using traditional currency. It is everybody's decision to use traditional. So if we do that, then guess what? That would alleviate any question about whether this is a CBDC bill. And if there's no problem uh, passing it, 
it, unless this is a CBDC bill, right? So no one should object to me saying that well, this isn't a CBDC bill in the language of the bill, unless it is a CBDC bill. So that's a, that's my proposal. What you got to do is you got to get with your house reps. You're going to have to look at the Substack because the language is a little too complicated for me to talk through on the radio. Uh, but you need to look at look at the Substack, TomRens.com. Subscribe to my Substack. It's free. If you pay, I get yeah. I use that money for our fight, right? The money goes to me fighting. But if you subscribe to Substack, it's the last article. I just put it out last night. Um, I stayed up all night trying to get it done. Uh, a lot of research went into this. But if you put, if you use that language, you can look at that language and say, listen, all we want to do is honor the Fourth Amendment, make sure that there's no central bank digital currency where everything we do is tracked and there's nothing we can do about it and we give up our privacy. If your reps won't support that, then you know that they've sold out. And if the lobbyists say, oh, no, we can't have that, then you know I'm right. So what's the harm of this? There's no downside to this language that I've included. That's why I need you guys to support me on TomRens.com. You need to support. You need to get some gold from uh, Andrew Sarcini at bh-pm.com. He won't push you. He's a good dude. Just tell him Ren sent you. Uh, The banks are collapsing. They're destroying our country. You need gold and silver. I actually like silver a lot right now. Um, But go to TomRens.com. Subscribe to my Substack. I need that there so that I can get you guys this information. Support us there. Support my pillow. Support Nabuti. Tell him Ren sent you. We'll be right back. Trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep is infuriating. Your mind races, you toss and turn, and the harder you try, the harder it is to drift off. And today's fast-paced digital age makes it tougher. You're not alone. Poor sleep affects over 70% of us. The CDC even labeled insufficient sleep a public health epidemic. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created REM sleep to help you quickly fall asleep, stay asleep, sleep deep, and wake refreshed. Unlike other supplements that don't work, REM sleep is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients, supporting all four stages of sleep using calming herbs, amino acids, and sleep hormone support. Over a thousand reviews with an average star rating of over 4.4 proves it works. Take back your sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code out loud. Okay, welcome back, folks. Welcome back. Uh, okay, so I, we can only have so much banking in a day, right? There's, there's just only so much banking we can talk about before people just, I, I don't know. I mean, it makes me want to punch myself in the face every time I talk about banking law. It's, it's only one step better than tax law. Uh, so let's move on to something much more uh, annoying and fun to talk about. Uh, so, by the way, go to bh-pm.com. Tell them Ren sent you. 
get yourself some some gold and silver. We got to, got to, got to protect our investments. And that's the end of my money talk. All right. Headline, Air Force goes on diversity, equity, inclusion, hiring spree. Top job pays up to $183,500. Uh, subtext, Air Force is looking to build a world-class DEI program. No, folks, I am not joking. While Biden is trying to start World War III, he's taking his budget for the military, and it's not focused on training. It's not focused on buying bullets. It's not focused on buying guns. It's focused on DEI, diversity, equity, inclusion. Yeah, yeah. So they're they're looking for a bunch of senior level diversity guys. Uh, each post is going to be eighty two thousand a year, and the top position at the Pentagon could pay over one hundred eighty thousand a year. Again, folks, this is far more important for our soldiers than learning how to fight. I mean, really, who cares if you can shoot bad guys as long as you don't call them the wrong name? Just got to make sure that the soldiers on the other side of the field. If they're trans, you don't want to hurt their feelings, right? Uh, the goal, quote, the goal of this managerial slot is to ensure that diversity, equity, inclusion, and accessibility education and training and strategic outreach and engagement complies with legal and regulatory requirements and meets customer needs. It also involves collecting statistics to deliver world-class diversity, equity, inclusion, and accessibility efforts for airmen and their families. Because I know... I know a lot of military wives or husbands or whatever. Uh, you know, the, the wife's at home with their brand new baby. Uh, the uh, the soldier is in a war zone, and uh, the the thing that that family is worried about that wife she it never really she doesn't worry too much about her husband being shot or coming home. No, her concern is whether or not he's got the right pronouns. That's far more important than whether the soldiers are being shot. You know, we can play with these delusional stupidity programs here in private life in the United States, and that's one thing, but our soldiers are going to get shot at. The rest of the world, their soldiers, when they're trying to kill our soldiers, they don't care about our pronouns. They care about whether or not our soldiers are going to shoot them first. That's the only thing they care about. That's the nature of a war in a battle. But we don't need to worry about that because at least our soldiers will be uh, accepting of each other. While they're in the foxhole, worried about dying and not knowing how to use a gun, they can, uh, they, they'll they at least know what pronouns to use for each other, right? I mean, this makes total sense, folks. Uh, Air Force is also looking for a diversity and inclusion manager. I don't know what that means. But they're looking for one. They're going to pay between uh, ninety-four and one hundred twenty-two thousand a year for it. How much do the soldiers? How much do the infantrymen who are out in the battlefield getting shot at? How much do they make? Do they get one hundred eighty thousand a year? How much do, do our grunts get paid? You know, the heroes, the guys that are out on the field that are getting shot at, not the brass in the Pentagon who's worried about diversity. The the guys that are actually soldiers, the heroes. Do they get that? How much how much do they get for that matter I don't I don't actually know the answer to this but what do our special forces make do any of them get 180,000 a year do the do the seals who are you know probably not coming back from most of their missions are they getting that I don't actually know the answer to that folks but I kind of doubt it 
in Alaska, the Air Force is looking for another diversity and inclusion manager. Uh, that manager will make between ninety-three hundred twenty-one thousand a year, and uh, he'll pre- perform a range of functions to facilitate and support the achievement of the installation wing diversity and inclusion mission. What the hell is the diversity and inclusion mission? Are we are we going to go ask the Chinese soldiers to ensure that if they're shooting us, that they only do so with the diverse battalions? Hey guys, uh, we just want to make sure that if you're shooting at us, you only kill us in uh, uh, in a diverse way, folks. What the hell is going on here? How stupid is this? This is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. These guys are are. Their job is to kill people and break things, which means other people are going to try and kill them. These are our soldiers. What the hell difference does it make? Listen, if you're shooting at me, I'm going to call you a lot worse things than a pronoun. If I'm standing in a war zone and people are shooting, do you think that I give one crap about what pronoun I'm called? I'm going to be honest with you. If I'm on a battlefield and there are bullets flying and you call me a girl, you call me a boy, you call me an it, I don't care. You can call me anything you want, especially if you're telling me to watch out for the incoming mortar fire. I mean, this is retarded. And I, I, by the way, that word is terrible. I'm not supposed to use it. I think it's exclusive on some level. I don't know exactly what level, but I'm sure it is. Um, uh, so, so I, I apologize. I don't. I, I've failed in my diversity, equity, inclusion training. Um, but no, I mean seriously, really, really. Hey guys, uh, your job is to go get shot at and defend our country from people that want to kill us. But we want you to do so in a very diverse and accepting way. I, I folks, I just. Th- what is what diversity mission are they talking about? What what is that? How is that even a mission? The, the diversity enhance a culture of diversity and inclusion in the Air Force. What what the hell is that? What does that mean? Uh, Department's National Institute of Standards and Technology is looking to hire a supervisory director of diversity and inclusion, starting at one hundred and fifty five thousand. 155,000. What do our grunts make? You know, the guys that are getting shot at? The heroes on the battlefield? (sighs) Folks, I I just, I I mean, this isn't the end of it, by the way. There's more. You think this is dumb enough? No, no. Uh, I got another article here. Uh, This one titled Air Force Academy Diversity Training tells cadets to use words that include all genders, drop mom and dad. Subheading, Air Force Academy also tells cadets to be color conscious instead of color blind. So they want our our cadets to be racist and to pretend like it doesn't matter whether you have a penis or not uh, when you're determining whether you're a boy or a girl. Okay, that makes sense. Um, Oh, man. Folks, this should, I don't know whether to treat this as a joke or, or to cry about it. Uh, 
a slide in this uh, training from the Air Force Academy, uh, the slide presentation titled Diversity and Inclusion, What Is It, Why We Care, and What Can We Do, advises cadets to use person-centered and gender-neutral language when describing individuals. Quote, some families are headed by single parents, grandparents, foster parents, two moms, two dads, etc. Consider parent or caregiver instead of mom and dad. The presentation states, use words that include all genders, folks, and or y'all instead of guys, partner, versus boyfriend or girlfriend. Quote, not colorblind or I don't see color, but color conscious, it adds. We see color patterns and value people for their uniqueness. Okay. Yes, folks. Um, I, I want you to picture. I want you to stop right now, whatever you're doing, close your eyes, and I want you to imagine. You're on a battlefield, going through a city, raiding the, you know, looking for enemy troops, whatever. You're, you're raiding buildings, looking for people that are you know, sniper teams and uh, you know, whatever that, that are there to, to pick off your guys and harass your, your, your presence, right? Uh, you and your guys are going through. You're taking some fire here and there. You're trying to get to the build, one of the buildings that you know, or there's a known sniper team. And uh, on your way, hey guys, let's 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 uh, let's break right. We got to break right. Someone's and and the response is, uh, don't call me guys. Meanwhile, they're shooting at you. Don't call me a guy. Um, I, I don't identify that. Guy, I mean, listen, I'm not, I don't have the pleasure or honor to call myself a vet. Uh, I was a fireman. I try and serve my country the way that I do every day by fighting for freedom, but I do not have the honor of calling myself a veteran. I support our, our, our soldiers, not the Pentagon garbage, but the, the real soldiers. Um, but, you know, I think about this. Uh, I, I've been in some, I have been in some pretty dicey situations where there's been guns involved in, in a couple places. We'll talk about that another day, folks. Um, but, uh, I try and think, you know, about, about, a, you know, a little, a, a small unit of soldiers run through. I mean, is that ever something that's going to happen? Hey, they're shooting at us. Don't call me a guy. I, I, yeah, but can you get over here? Can you get undercover? Not until you call me uh, them or they. Uh, well, you're dead now, so I guess it doesn't matter. Um, I mean, this is just, this is so dumb and not colorblind, right? Why? Why? If we're all created equal and we're supposed to judge by the content of our character, why should we not be colorblind? Isn't that promoting racism? That's what racism is, as we look at your color. Didn't we just spend however many years end, trying to end segregation and get rid of racism? Why are you teaching it? So I'm looking here at one of the slides from this presentation. It's titled, What Can I Do Now? Inclusive Language. And folks, I love sharing inclusive language because we need to know this so that we can be better, right? Uh, this, uh, this starts as, what do people call themselves? And it says, when in doubt, ask. I thought I did that when I'm like, hey, my name's Tom. Who are you? 
Maybe that, I guess that's not what they mean. Um, I, I guess instead of, hey, my name's Tom, I should probably start out with, hey, I'm Tom, I have a penis, and I'm a boy. Um, and the response should apparently be, well, it doesn't really matter what my name is. You can call me him or he or she or they or whatever it is you want. Is that what we're getting at? Is that how this is supposed to go? I know I, I need more uh, DEI training. I haven't been through the Air Force program yet, folks, so I'm probably insensitive. Um, it says, uh, include all genders. Y'all, team, squaddies, everyone, folks. And don't say you guys. And then, yeah, don't say boyfriend or girlfriend either. Say partner. Why? Why? What What the hell's the difference? Like, hey, you got to, you know, what's your girlfriend's name? I mean, which, uh, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm trying to think of a situation where I'm going to talk about someone's boyfriend or girlfriend where I'm not going to know whether that's a boy or a girl. What the hell's the difference? Uh, and, and what's wrong with you guys? What, what squatties? Everyone? Folks? Y'all? Used to make fun of people for saying y'all. I mean, I like it. I kind of like it, you know, but I mean, you know, don't, don't the elitists usually make fun of those podunk southerners for saying y'all? I mean, I, I was kind of like the word, but I'm surprised to see that that's part of our, uh, gender or inclusiveness training or whatever it is here. Uh, I like you guys. Hey, guys, come on. I mean, say that to my people all the time. Most of my people are girls. They know what I mean. I'm looking at my producer. She doesn't look offended. I say you guys, uh, I don't think she gets offended by it. I don't think she cares. Uh, Of course, I mean, she works for me, so, I mean, this poor woman is abused anyways, I'm sure. Uh, she has to deal with all sorts of horrible things, like me asking her if her family's okay and how she's doing today and, you know, trying to be polite. And, uh, I, I, I know, it's horrible. It's terrible, folks. Um, uh, you should use person-centered language. What the hell does person-centered language mean? I don't even know what that means. People with disabilities versus the disabled. Transgender people, service members versus transgenders. I have no idea what that even means. What the hell's the difference if I call you transgender or transgender person? Does that make a difference? Isn't it kind of the same thing? What, what, I think you're a transgender cow? What the hell is this? Recognize diverse family formation. Parents, caregivers, guardians, instead of mom and dad. Why? You can't have a baby without a mom and a dad. I know we try and pretend you can, and I know there are parents, single-sex parents that have a surrogate or have, you know, they, they you know, a woman taking a, a donor, but there's still somewhere along the line a dad and a mom. It still takes both. Newsflash, you can't can't make a baby without a boy and a girl. I, I know that's a shock. Folks, I don't want to ruin this for any of you, but it takes a boy and a girl to make a baby. Uh, if there's any kids listening, ask your parents uh, about God and how God does that. Um, or or just ask your parents to take you to Drag Queen Story Hour. I'm sure they'll tell you to. Um, not colorblind, or I don't see color, or we're just all people. We're, we're not? What's wrong with we're, we're all just people? 
weren't I mean, are you suggesting that if you're of a different color, you're not a person? Uh, I don't know. That seems a little racist. Uh, jokes at subordinates' expense. We don't want to do that, apparently. No nicknames. Uh, not the N or R or F words or terrorist. Okay, well, I can get behind some of the, I don't know what the R word is. I don't, the F word, I know what that is. N word, if it's what I think it is, I can say, okay, we can avoid that one. I don't know what's wrong with terrorist if you're a terrorist. Uh, most importantly, model humility when you get it wrong. What do you mean, model humility? What, what is this? Jeez, oh, Pete, folks, I just, you need to go to tomrens.com to get some sanity from this. Uh, no, but, but listen, uh, we got more on this. Right now, get yourself some Kofix. Um, if you've been listening to this tripe from the Air Force, you're probably infected with something. And uh, so, you know, have some Kofix to kill those germs. Actually, Kofix is a great product. You use it, you squirt up your sin in your nose, and it kills the germs up there if you got any sinus stuff going on. I love the stuff. It works really, really well. Um, you use the banner, you click on the banner ad, use out loud code at checkout. You will definitely see some, uh, some solid improvements if you're sick. We'll be right back. Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. AmericaOutloud.com, seven amazing years. We know that if America fails, the world will fail. It is incumbent upon us to carry the torch for liberty. America Out Loud Talk Radio, the liberty and justice for all. You already know Genesis plus HOCL is your best defense against viruses. But did you also know it's the most powerful weapon for eliminating airborne mold too? Customers are raving about the Genesis Fogger's ability to tackle mold problems and the bad smells that go with them. And we all know mold is a hazard to your health. There's no airborne invader that Genesis can't handle. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. Oral hygiene hasn't changed in 50 years, but our diet and the way we eat has, creating an environment in your mouth for bacteria to wreak havoc on your teeth and gums. For better oral health, get Spry Dental Defense an oral care line designed to combat acid-creating bacteria. The toothpaste, mouthwash, mints, and gum all contain xylitol, a natural ingredient shown to dramatically improve oral health. Spry can be found online and at all fine natural retailers. All right, folks, welcome back. So we're talking about uh, diversity training in the Air Force because that's super important. We all care immensely about diversity when we're being shot at. I mean, God knows, you know, our military, whose job it is to shoot people and to be shot at, uh, they are going to be very concerned on the battlefield about diversity. So we're spending a lot of time and money helping these soldiers be ready for battle by teaching them about diversity. I'm paused there intentionally so you could you could kind of let that sink in, folks. That was a technique that I learned. 
uh, as a professional broadcaster. And I, I implemented right there very, very well. I'm quite excited about my, my pause. So anyways, uh, yeah, so we've got this slide. Uh, you know, the slide, we were talking right before the break, uh, things that you shouldn't say. And it says not the N, R, or F words, nor terrorists. Uh, now, if the N word is the N word that I'm thinking of, then, okay, I can get behind, you know, not using that. There's nothing good comes of it, and it's widely accepted as a very offensive word. So I'm, I'm okay. I don't use that word. Uh, I don't know what the R word is. I'm really curious what the R word is. Um, rodent? Rotten? I don't know. But uh, the F word, I think we know what the F word is. I'm assuming that the F word doesn't stand for female, although that might be the F word you know, for these people because they're that screwed up. But what the hell's wrong with terrorists? I mean, you're you're fighting a war on terrorism. Uh, have, uh, didn't we have a war on terrorism? I mean, if there was a war on terrorism, weren't we fighting against terrorists? What do you want us to call them? Friends? Hey, buddy, you with the suicide bomber vest on. Hey, uh, I, uh, hey, guys, we have a friend over here with the suicide bomber vest on. Um, he's about to blow us all up and kill us. Um, I, what, it's not a terrorist? What the hell are you supposed to call these people? It's just insane. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Instructing cadets not to say mom and dad. Well, they get letters from mom and dad. That's like a thing in the military. Is you get your letters from mom and dad. I mean, where, where do you get them? You know, uh, don't say boyfriend, girlfriend. I mean, I, I just, I mean, this is the military, folks. The military. You know, I mean... Uh, diversity and inclusion training includes an exercise asking cadets to separate into small groups and write down as many G animals or animals that start with the letter G that they can think of in one minute's time. Quote, what does this activity show us about the power of combining our diverse perspectives? Activity asks, if this were an operational USAF or USSS Space Force challenge, think course of action, development, what risks might be present if we did not fully leverage the diversity of our group? What the hell are they talking about? Write down as many G animals as you can in a minute? And what are the risks to not let... I? What are the risks to wasting a minute think, writing down G? I mean, that is a minute's worth of time that these guys can never get back, followed by however much time they spend uh, talking about this garbage. I, the just what in the hell are you thinking? I, th this is, by the way, this is from the this diversity program. It's on their slides, right? I. Uh, oh, did you get all these? And then they a list of all the different animals that start with G. How many G animals did you generate? These are questions from the the mission debrief, right? How many G animals did your class or squadron generate? What does this activity show you about the power of combining diverse perspectives? Nothing. 
shows me that you're stupid and you're wasting my time. Uh, if this were an operational, what, what are the dangers of not fully leveraging the diversity of our group? There are no dangers of not fully leveraging the diversity of our group. You're not talking about diversity. You're talking about color and gender. Diversity means diversity of experience, diversity of views, diversity of thinking. We're not supposed to be racist and sexist and bigoted. You're teaching racist, sexist, bigoted principles and then calling it diversity when the only valuable diversity is diversity of perspective. But you see, this is what they do, folks. They act like it's about diversity and about inclusion. It's not. It's not at all. See, diversity, and we talk about the, there is value to diversity. I use it all the time. I actually use diversity in my, my work. Uh, diversity, though, is never about what color your skin is or your gender. What diversity is, is diversity of thought, perspective, and opinion. That's super valuable. I don't care what color you are. I don't care what gender you are. I don't care about any of that. That's meaningless to me. I mean, yeah, you know, it's just, it's absolutely, it's without any value whatsoever. What I care about is diversity of thought. Diversity of thought, diversity of ideas. Now, you know, the the fact that they're calling this diversity and they think it's based on, on color or gender, well, that's sexist and racist, right? And it came from racist ideas, right? They they used to they use diversity as a as a code word, but diversity as as used by the left is a code word and it's racist. See, they assume that because you're a black kid or a brown kid or a whatever kid, that you probably grew up in a terrible neighborhood and didn't learn the values of these good white people. That's what the Democrats and the leftists assume. That's what they want to make diversity. But I don't believe that. I don't believe that one bit. There are white people, there are black people, there are all sorts of people that grow up in poverty or with difficulties or single family homes. There's all sorts of diversity. And it isn't based on the color of your skin because we all bleed red. See, they don't, but they don't want to do that, right? They don't want, they need racism. So they call it diversity when it's not diversity. There's no value to skin color because we're all human. We're all the same. The, the value of diversity comes from diverse experiences and diverse, uh, you know, perspectives. But that isn't because of the color of your skin. Now, we make it because of the color of your skin, because the Democrats and the left are a bunch of bigots. But the value of diversity comes from the value of your, your perspective, which is based in large part on the life you've lived. So anyways, I just, I don't like racism. I, I do not like it. Uh, yeah. Slide. Why is DNI important at USAFA? It's critical to developing warfighters prepared to lead the USAF, USSF with character. How can we lift others, motivate our team if we don't know our people? How can we elevate? Well, wait a second. Wait a second. I thought that there was a problem. Uh, HR usually tells you don't, don't ask personal questions, don't they? Doesn't HR usually tell you that? Isn't there a lawsuit risk there? We know our people. So what? I should be asking whether you're a boy that looks like a girl or a girl that looks like a boy. Should I be asking what's in your pants? Should I be asking who you date? This sounds like a sexual harassment lawsuit from the beginning. What do you mean know your people? I don't need to know what you do or who you date. We're going to shoot bad guys together. We're going to get shot at. I don't care what your gender is. I don't care who you date. The hell's the difference? How's that relevant to the job? 
know our people. It sounds like an HR nightmare to me. How can we elevate performance if we don't include people during planning and execution? What do you mean don't include people? I got five, you know, I got however many people in my unit. Those are my resources. What am I going to tell someone? Hey, you sit on the bench while we're getting shot at. Don't raise your gun. This is stupid. Folks, this is dumb. Cadets practice dignity and respect. Well, good. I mean, haven't they always done that? Why do we got to talk about what race, gender you are? What's that got to do with it? Inclusivity. What, what, what is inclusivity? Leaders, followers, teams, supports command, a commandant's uh, warfighter mentality. How does inclusivity support anything to do with warfighting? You're shooting people. You are killing people with tanks and machine guns and airplanes and bombs. You're killing people and destroying things or getting killed. That's a warfighter. What the hell has inclusivity got to do with that? Folks, we're destroying our military. We got these jabs to poison everybody, and now we're brainwashing these kids into being idiots. They're going to be wusses. They can't fight like that. Enhances educational experience of all cadets via exchange of diverse perspectives. Wait a second. Again, isn't this an HR nightmare? Hey, uh, cadet, uh, you know, you... you uh, well, you know, you're 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 asking me to call you a boy, but you 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 have girl parts. Um, what can we talk about this so that we can uh, exchange diverse perspective? That it just sounds like a lawsuit waiting to happen. And then it finishes with diverse teams outperform. They do. I'm sure that's a good study. Just follow the science. Ask Anthony Fauci. I mean, folks, uh, this is without a doubt the dumbest thing I've ever seen. And and there's no there, there's no real question about this, right? There's no real question. There, what be, no one can really argue that there's any benefit to our troops from this crap. We're wasting their time. We're wasting resources. And what for? What for? What do, what do our troops get? Are they better at killing people? Are they safer? Are they, what, what are they getting out of that, right? I, I'd say absolutely nothing. Okay. Uh, Second Amendment. Uh, Biden doesn't like the Second Amendment because the Second Amendment is the final check on vaccine mandates. It's the final check on stolen elections. It's the final check on CBDCs. It's the final check on all the tyranny out there. That's the purpose of the Second Amendment is to ensure that we never get a tyrannical government and can't defend ourselves. Uh, you know, Biden's got this new executive order. It's going to try and you know get rid of assault rifles and Second Amendment. Headline, assault, an all-out assault on the Second Amendment. Gun rights groups respond to Biden's new executive order. Uh, okay, so first of all, let me be real clear about something, folks. Let me tell you where I stand on guns. No one can ever have too many of them. And you can never have too many bullets for them. I like guns. I think they're great. 
oddly, my children have never shot anybody. I know that guns kill everyone. And if you're within a mile of a gun, you, you've, but my children have never shot anybody. Isn't that shocking? Uh, I never shot any per anybody. Uh, never, you know, I mean, I've been shooting since I was old enough to hold a gun. Never shot a person. Never once. Never really even thought about it. Probably a few that deserve it, but that's another story. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. The producer's shaking her head at me. She's uh, just say that there's people who deserve to be shot. Yeah, maybe. Um, folks, I... There's just, I, I don't care. They literally, I, I am 100% of the opinion. You want to take my guns, you can pry them out of my cold, dead hands. That's the way it's going to be. It just is. It's non-negotiable. Uh, it's what I've got to defend my family and defend them I will. Uh, Biden is doing what he's doing, right? This is all about the war on freedom. And one of the greatest obstacles to the war on freedom in America is guns. America is one of the most armed countries on the planet, and it's not armed enough. Every person in this country ought to have 10 of them and know how to use them. If every person in this country had 10 guns and knew how to use them, we would have an awful lot less crime. Because if you thought that the guy across the street from you was packing, would you go try and rob him or mug him? Bet you wouldn't. And neither would anybody else. You know that in Switzerland, you know where Davos is? Uh, and where Klaus Schwab and the globalist elites are. Do you know that every every citizen gets a gun and gets trained to use them as a very young person? Do you know that, folks? They go to these globalists go to Godavos every year. Isn't that odd? I thought guns kill everybody. How is it that there's you know, no real murder problems over there? I don't understand that. Maybe they're just full of crap. Yeah, so, you know, Biden's uh, going to try and expand background checks and stop Assault rifle. By the way, what's an assault rifle, folks? Can anybody explain that to me? Now, mind you, I've been around guns and shooting since I was old enough to hold one. My dad, my dad, literally, he grew up. Uh, he grew up. He had to hunt and fish, or he didn't eat. Literally, and that's not an exaggeration, folks. So I learned to shoot very, very young. Learned to respect guns. Learned to handle them. Um, Folks, I, I've been around them forever. I don't know what an assault weapon is. I, I can't define it. I, I've looked, um, and I think, you know, if you ask Joe Biden, it's it's one of them are guns that looks dangerous. Uh, because there's no, I mean, does it matter what kind of gun it is? Don't they all kill things? I mean, how do you distinguish between assault and non-assault? I mean, if I shoot you, that's going to be an assault. doesn't matter what kind of gun I use. Uh, but, you know, I, I, this whole assault rifle thing, it's stupid. It doesn't exist. It's a made-up thing. Um, if you're not involved with guns, you may think you know what an assault rifle is, but I'm just going to tell you there is no definition because it doesn't exist. These high, How about the high capacity? We've got to get rid of these high capacity magazines. Listen. If the true purpose of the Second Amendment is to uh, self-defense against tyranny, I want a hundred-bullet magazine, because if I ever get attacked by our government, I'm going to need a lot of bullets. Maybe I should buy a tank. I think we should allow tanks. I, I'm, I'm going to start. I think we need to get a tank. 
uh, I don't know. Can I get? Can I buy an Apache assault? One of those helicopters. The purpose of the Second Amendment was to prevent tyranny, folks. And I, joking aside, the idea that you're going to ban guns because they might be too dangerous seems a little bit counter to the purpose of the Second Amendment. It wasn't about hunting. I mean, of course, that was a big thing back in those days. It's still a big thing. But the Second Amendment wasn't about hunting. They reference a militia, right? A militia was a well-armed militia. It was, was just a group of people standing up against the government. It's the ultimate check. I would argue that we should be able to form a militia and buy military weapons. I think that there's a legal argument to be made for that. Boy, I think some. I think I just heard some liberal hats pop. I'm gonna have more on this coming up, folks. I want to just dig into the Second Amendment stuff. Unfortunately, we gotta run a little short on time. And I need to tell you, you gotta get yourself a Genesis HSCL. You gotta get one of these. You gotta get it. Click on the banner ad. Get this thing running in your house. It'll stop any germs from spreading. If you use the out loud code at checkout, you get a huge discount. It's a great product. It's a great product. I love the HSCL. You got to use this Genesis. And you, really, if you use it with Cofix, it's even better. Both of them, out loud code at checkout, you get a big discount. Great products, make use of them. Uh, I, folks, I look forward to talking to you tomorrow. We got so much to go over. We'll see you then.